Welcome to Let's Talk About Treks, an episodic review of today's visions of the future featuring Earl Grey and Jack Dorino. Today, spin with us as we masterfully pirouette through Jonathan Frakes' directorial debut on Star Trek Discoveries Season 1, Episode 10, Despite Yourself. I don't know if you want me to mention this, but I noticed that uh, later in the episode, Tyler is, will be drinking a dark brown, uh, obviously with milk in it, beverage, and I was wondering if it was a Ractagino. No, he's drinking Jack Dorino. <laughs> Straight, no chaser, Jack Dorino. Oh, it doesn't taste like pineapple? Oh, I can't tell you what it tastes like, homie. You have to taste it for yourself. <laughs> I'll tell you what, um, we're not uh, we're not afraid to kill people apparently here on this show. <laughs> People's just dropping off like like fleas on. Are you ready to start talking about the episode? I mean, it's what we're here for, isn't it? Oh, uh, I thought. Yeah, yeah. So they're getting they're they're starting to recap almost every the whole season now. Yeah, the uh, the recap can get a little little weighty after a while. It's a little. A little bit more than a than a one episode recap, though, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I mean they're reminding you that Mike that 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 Emperor Jorzero is dead. They're yeah. reminding oh, you they who Michael is. Oh, they sure. And did they remind, remind us, us who Tyler is. Hey, they didn't remind us that Emperor Jojo is dead. They remind us that Captain Philippo Jojo is dead. <laughs> Get your timeline straight, Holmes Slice. How do we know that she wasn't? Uh, that's not where they sent her. What do you mean? Center? Well, she wanted yeah, to die in an honorable battle. Who, Giorgio? Mm-hmm. Giorgio had no plans of dying right then, though. Yeah, but... I'm afraid I don't know where we are. Well, he should move aside and let Burnham take over his console for a second so that she can do <laughs> a little bit more than simply reading data <laughs> off a monitor. Well, and he has no place in this universe. Uh, what mean you? Saru? Yeah. Oh, he has a place. He has his place. place. His place in this universe is at the bottom. Or in my toilet bowl when I'm done with him. Or he could he could spend his time licking Tilly's enemies off her boots. <laughs> I'd love that line. <laughs> good. It's good. What the heck? I, heck I, what the I, hell? What the I, hell? I, what the hell? What? What the hell? What the heck? No, that's what. What? Uh, what? That was my that was my Tilly um, impression. What the heck? Heck? What the hell? Oh, okay. So I thought it, I just at the end of the in, when I was watching the credits that it would have been amusing to change the act who when they gave the credit for the actress that plays Tilly to change the Tilly name to Captain Killy. Captain Kilbert. I'm, uh, no, I'm alarmed Captain, that I'm alarmed that Saru. The Killbots. I'm alarmed that Saru <laughs> ignores his uh, his erections so much because there's that damn room again with the blue lights. Yeah. Because. Uh, because uh, you know, uh, t- uh, Tyler walks in. Tyler just and his erection pops up, and then like he just kind of lets it go. Yeah. Like homie, you realize that was because Tyler walked in, right? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm like foreshadowing much. This is a Jonathan Frakes episode. It is a Frakesy episode. We have a lot of comic book tilting here, which I guess makes up for some of the flippy dips that we're missing. Yeah, I mean, there's no actual flippy dips. There's a little bit of tilting. You're right. I just now noticed that. I think maybe uh, we've realized that the ship flippy dips enough. What is that guy doing back in that alcove? What is that little room for? The little crystal, little blue Christmas light room. <laughs> really, 
I'm really blown about that. I really want a diagram. Like I haven't really seen a good diagram of the uh, of the Starship Discovery like posted anywhere on the interwebs as yet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I would like something like a technical journal along a la a la Star Trek The Next Generation technical journal or a technical manual or a Starfleet reference manual or you know some of those some of those reference books you know like especially you know yeah. the one about the ship one about yeah. yep. you know crew well, I, read, have, I don't even I don't even know if Pocketbook still has the right to make like that anymore well they have the right to like, like regular books in universe manual a long time now they yeah it's been it has been a long time but they uh they do still currently make the novels so i don't see why they wouldn't have you know and they do they have you know prestige novel prestige sized you know stuff as well uh something came out recently i don't remember what it was those are expenses of this shit we still have a bergen harberts led uh creative team here and I am curious as to whether it really oh, okay. shows or not. They are the ones who were terminated partway through, like after episode five of season two, uh, for, mm-hmm. among other things, as I understand, for being abusive to people's, can't abuse people, expect to keep running the show. Oh, okay. I mean, I love the visual effects team. Um, the, the holograms that we see in the show are so stable. Mm-hmm. They're so stable. Like, I know there's, like, motion capture and stuff, and, like, they make sure it stays in the same place, but it's still really cool to me that the middle of a hologram will stay yeah. in the same place, and it doesn't, like, waver, like, at all anymore, like, to where, like, you can tell that it's not really there, you know? Additionally, they tend to look at it at the same time, and they look like they're at the same thing. Man. Oh, like like they know where they're looking and stuff. Yeah, man. This little this little briefing scene. Okay, so here's a here's a little Frexy and get me dizzy, well, maybe- right? Because Frexy is just spinning and spinning around <laughs> this table, man. He's like, no flippy dips. <laughs> well, yeah. well, I'm gonna spin her in today. Because <laughs> his spinneration in this episode, he is Spinderella. <laughs> Look at Spinderella just spinning around. <laughs> and he doesn't stop until the hologram's off. Man, right. He's like, I'm gonna make the visual effects team work. He doesn't want to you to get a good look at the hologram so you can get a picture of it and see that you narrow in on things and say, no, this is canon. This was in episode Man, I'm sure, XYZ. And I'm sure if you uh, got enough screen caps, you could probably recreate a 3D version of the little map mappy depths they have. However, this is a mere universe map, so it wouldn't apply to anything that we can apply it to. You know what I mean? Oh, but your you know, your logic might work on that, but, you know, internet logic we don't know that it's an internet or a mirror universe map. It could be both because they're. Well, I think one one view is like the red circle is the universe, and the white or is the our our universe. That that could be the case. At one point, yeah, I remember when seeing the trailer for this episode, and they had the whole thing where Paul like force punches. Uh, Dr. Pollard across the room, like uses the force and like throws him across yeah. the room or whatever the hell he does. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was thinking yeah, that I was that was like, how does he have the power? Yeah, I thought it was like going to be like a Charlie X thing. Like I was sure that like Stamets' eyes were going to be silvered over, and he was going to be uh-huh. like this vague superpower from like uh-huh. maybe, maybe they went to the to the edge of the universe or the edge of the galaxy or something. Because I didn't know, you know, where where the thingamajigs is going to take them, the jumpity bump. Know the jumpy bumps yeah. going to take him, so it could have been like, like could have Charlie been X never where... had silver eyes. That was oh, you're right. It was the other people. It was the Deckers or something. 
I don't know who it was, man. It, it, it was um Matt. It, um, Will Decker was it? Will Decker? Hold on, I was it. William no, Decker and Ilya. Totally. <laughs> no, it, it was the right. people in the first episode. Oh, where no one has gone before. Yeah, Elizabeth Daner or something. Was that what um, her name? Lizzie Daner. Gary Mitchell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy, Gary. Gary Mitchell. Gary Mi- Yes, that was a good poll, sir. Good job on that. Did you use the internets for that? No, no. I, I used my inter-internets of my brain and my we, memory. We call that an intranet. Intra. That's what I meant. I was going to call it that, but... Smart, you didn't think I was smart enough to know the word intranet? Intranets? Intrawebs? You're going to end up like not having any lines in our episodes. You're going to have to like, cut out all the ones where you digitize. It's gonna be it's gonna be me doing a podcast by my game by myself, you know. Like, well, well I wish my I wish my co-host so, could join us today, um, but um, uh, you know, he's 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 uh, he's been transported halfway, and he's on a he's on a uh, he's on a ship with a Triaxian because he tried to beam over here, and he's just like what, like walking around singing all day. So, a Triaxian. Yeah, yeah. I'm going. I'm going lower decks on this one. I went, I went all the way to lower decks, man. Oh, okay. Oh. The triaxian oh, on lower decks, taking Boimler to the uh, to the farm because because uh, he's all ha- half oh, okay. half trans. So okay, good one. I came for a doctor that'll help me remember his name because it's going to be the name I use from now on. You're talking about Doctor Culber? Yeah, he's called. Yeah. Dr. Culper is now Dr. Culpepper. Okay, why is that? I'm confused. Just because Culpepper is, I don't know. what. Because it's easier for you to remember? (laughs) Yeah. Dr. Culpepper, could you please report to the bridge? (laughs) Um, so... But he got thrown off the room, and he's like, I'm okay. And I'm like, no, dude, you're not. You just got hit at, like, superhuman strength and thrown halfway across the room. You're not yeah, okay. Man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. This tough little dude. This tough little dude, though. He can take it. Yeah. Um, I like I like the point where, you know, he's like, uh, speak of the devil. And I'm thinking, yeah, in more ways than one, because I've seen this episode already. This nigga walks right in after, let me, who's the speaking of the devil? Girl, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, he's on cue. <laughs> yeah. Lo, looking for me? Um, Looking for me? It's my fault. What you got to say now? He should have he walked in like, bitch, are you talking about me? <laughs> well, at least me? he owns up to it. Like, did I just hear it. you whisper to speaking to the Did I just hear you whisper speaking to the devil? Speak- Girl, I can't even say it. Did I just hear you whisper speak of the devil after I walked in? Oh, I mean, you think there's, there's something wrong with my eyes, not my ears. What are you doing? I can hear everything you say. <laughs> my ears are good. Now, I want you to build an agony booth and get get inside of it. <laughs> so, uh, then a little bit later, um, have you ever the gay system is always so polite as to not interrupt a conversation? What system? Well, okay, so I, let me touch on that for just a second. Touch on it just for a second. Watch... Yep, watch the closed cabins, and when the PA system speaks, the woman on the PA system speaks, it literally says, female over PA. Okay. Attention, all personnel. Okay. Now, 
every single time I keep track of it this episode, the three different times the closed captioning says over PA. So it's a PA system. Okay. Okay, really? We don't went we went all the way back there. Yes, we did, because so, you did. So you anyway. did first. So they call their one MC a PA, apparently. It's a one MC. It's not a one MC. It, you need to look up what is a one MC, define it. Define it for me. <laughs> Because once you, if you could define one um, MC for me and tell me how it's not a one MC, I will give it up. Because I think that is the number one main circuit, which is used for addressing the crew. Yep, that's what I think it is. You can call it a PA if you want, but this is not a high school in Kentucky. That's what has a PA. <laughs> no offense if you went to high school, and and no offense if you went to a high school in Kentucky, but you know, you know, y'all, y'all had the PA. Somebody from Kentucky. Tweet, tweeted us or write us an email or something and let us know if y'all had a PA, public address system, in your high school. Because I'm betting you had a oh. PA in your high school. And I bet you read the announcements in the morning I mean, because you were a teacher's pet and you liked to spend time in the main office. You were like one of those kids who'd go to the main office and like everybody wasn't like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Why was the sound of you're getting in trouble the same sound as NASCAR? I do love the wake up scene oh, with, uh, with Tyler. How will we find him? And he tries to wake up and he's like, he's trying to wake up. It's in the dark. He's like, uh, homie, shit. I think I'm Tyler is what, fuck. What happened to, wait, what? You trying to do something? What is somebody else trying to, you trying to make somebody else pop up? Cause I'm Tyler. What I can't figure out is why she waited until this exact moment when the, well, one, why did Tyler even listen to her and lower the force field? Two, did it have to be that for his hand around her neck in order for her to be able to activate it? Or what, why did she wait until just now? Uh, why didn't she do it when she first saw him on, yeah. got, got him up on board? I think they had to be together and alone and know that they had the time to do this. Because she wanted to like wake him up and be like, hey, Vogue, like, they're almost like on to you. Well, but they've been together and alone before. I know, but uh, you know what, man? I don't know. I don't know what she would tell now. Why don't you ask her? Why don't you call up Laurel and ask her no? Why don't you ask her why? Uh, All right. You know when you're gonna do it? No. This show like slowly teaches me more bits so, of Klingon phrases. Back to my original observation. So, I mean, did you have you ever noted how polite the PA system is in this for interrupts anybody's conversation? Isn't that quite convenient? It seems to me that the computer address is generally polite to people and in Star Trek because conversations generally complete before the computer says anything, you know? <laughs> There's got to be always a conversation going on somewhere on the ship all the time. So how can it ever interrupt and address everybody at the same time? Oh, it doesn't address them at the same time. If you're talking... The, the computer's like, oh, oh, I can't announce right there. I'll keep this in a buffer and I'll announce as soon as they're done talking. I wouldn't want them to miss the important things oh, I have okay. to say. So it, was it like that when you were on your uh, your your starship and, and your uh, interpersonal system was uh, doing its thing? Interpersonal system. What? Whatever. You're talking about the personal address Whatever system? Yeah, that thing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so... <laughs> Let's go back to okay. So the Navy, yeah, the 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 uh, the one MC never never interrupted anything. 
we never had to like <laughs> battle stations, battle stations, man your battle stations oh, okay. right in the middle of lunch or like right in the middle of like I don't know <laughs> masturbatory afflictions or whatever's Mister what what I don't know what you're talking about. There's a uh, I don't know. There's a, uh, a, a oh okay I know what you're talking about. Oh that took a minute. It's a very interesting design that these computer cores have in the mirror universe. Very yeah uh, I mean and the data chips are crystals. Are they time crystals? The data chips are crime crystals. It's neat. Well you know what Ooh, they are. What happened to the time crystals in the mirror universe? Ooh you know what they are. What are them? They're Je- they're Jedi holocrons. I don't know what that is. I've never heard of a Jedi. <laughs> Yeah, right. I'm sure you don't. Um, uh, Tyler's flying in the worker bee, and he's yeah, using a trackball. Yeah. Do you notice he's using a trackball yes, to fly I it? Did. I did see the trackball. <laughs> I felt like I was playing Galaga. He, was he playing Galaga? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe. And not only that, but he's got a Nintendo Power Glove for his oh, other hand. he totally does. So they, used, they went back and they found all this 20th century gaming technology and incorporated it in their ship designs. <laughs> I like it. I'm here yeah, for it. Yeah. Sign me up. So the other question is, is, why is Tyler doing this to retrieve the data core? This is not a security thing. I this, know. I, this is an I, engineer. This should be an engineer flying the warp. Yeah, so who's the engineer, though? Like, we don't have a chief engineer yet. There's no chief engineer on the ship. Okay, then the chief science officer. Well, uh, Tilly can. Saru, Tilly send Saru out. Whoever Michael is playing isn't her position chief science officer. No, she's just playing like an adjunct, like like an adjunct professor that's come to help out for the summer and is teaching one class. Like she, she doesn't I thought... have an actual position on the ship. She's just like, she's just I like. I thought they gave her a position. Yeah, it's like captain's girlfriend, but don't tell Burnham yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay. It's um, like Kevin's girlfriend. Just don't tell. So like, there's no, there's nobody. We don't have anybody. Like, Jet Reno's not with us yet. Cadet Tilly's uh-huh. a cadet. Like, can't send her out. Reese is a punk ass. Um, Bryce is busy like <laughs> trying to learn communication stuff. Um, like, who do we have? Like, we would have to. We so I guess maybe we didn't want to do the thing that Star Trek: The Next Generation did, which was like rotate chief engineers because they had like you know. All these different chief engineers, mm-hmm. yeah, because we didn't want anybody. And, and I'm looking at you. Season one and season two. Yeah, I'm looking at you, uh, uh, Chief Argyle. Uh, we didn't want anybody to start a letter writing campaign to get themselves on the show as a chief engineer. But I mean, it still seems like this is this is not a security's job, and it didn't have to be a main crew uh, member. They could have just shown the the worker bee going and getting it, and somebody talking back that you know they never show the inside. Of course, they wanted to try and remind us of his PTSD, but why would, why would going and looking at Klingon records trigger his PTSD? The first it, thing that triggered his PTSD was seeing LaRoque again. Yeah, man. LaRoque. I like that. I'm going to call her that forever. LaRoque. 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 I want to see her doing, doing her flippy dip pig steps. What the heck, heck, hell? What the hell? Hold, hold your horses. Is, is the... <laughs> Going back to Tyler and 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 Lorel and uh, security, why did he even lower the force field when he when she told him to? Yeah, I don't know. Again, I mean, what kind of security officer is going to do that? One who is a Klingon spy. Well, I mean, is is he programmed to obey her what she tells him to do then? So look, Jason Isaac's doing his little Scottish accent, his fuck full Scottish. Bro, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like way better. How you doing, Captain? Like, 
his yeah. thing his thing is like his thing is way better than uh Jimmy doing doing his doing his yeah. accent. I gotta tell you. How you doing, Captain? <laughs> well, it was just so cute, I just had to laugh out loud. Did Jim Jimmy Doon did he fake that? Yeah, yeah, I think he was fully American. I had to okay. put on that I had to put on that accent for a while. I I don't know though. I've never I've never met him in person. I don't know that I've seen him mm-hmm. speak out of character, but I do get the sense. Yeah. Well, I, maybe I have seen him speak. You know what? Uh, that'll be my homework. I'll let you know next time whether mm-hmm. the uh, whether the first chief engineer of the Starship Enterprise that we saw on screen chronologically <laughs> was Scottish or not. Because he doesn't sound very Scottish. I, I'm not. This might not Scottish accent. That's not my <laughs> That's me doing uh, part part Gollum, part Scotsman. Yeah, yeah, okay. Back when Burnham and my, and Tyler are talking about his PTSD, why is he keeping it a secret from? I mean, we're we're always told that you know people are advanced enough by by the twenty fourth century and presumably yeah. the twenty third century that they're not afraid of doctors anymore, and they're willing and able to open up to tell their doctors that they're yeah, having well okay so furthermore issues. let's 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 get with the idea that okay the dot threes went out let me just tell you real quick the dot threes went out and they painted ncc and turned it to iss so why couldn't they have gone out and got that computer core that tyler was going to get however anyway <laughs> uh, tyler doesn't yeah, have a therapist okay. because if tyler had, had a therapist then he would have understand that culver was not using the word imagine pejoratively but practically right because he would have been used to therapists speaking you know in that manner and he would have been like all like culver's real like new age new world like you know i I can, I can, uh, excuse me, the registry numbers of Mir Universe ships are also NCC, even though they're ISS? Okay, okay, I'll take it. I guess that's the way it is. The only reason there's two Cs is airplane designations now today start with NC something and whatever. But um, I think Gene Roddenberry just thought that maybe in 300 years things would advance more and then they would have you know more than one or more than two letters as part of the registry. So I guess. he just said, oh, yeah, it looks cool. So let's do that. Cool. Let's do the double C's. I was talking about Mirror Universe, not our universe. No, yeah, I, I know. But, I mean, there's no reason for the Mirror Universe to use different letters for their registry numbers. And whatever reason we use NC today, maybe it was a good enough reason for the Mirror Universe to use NC on their airplanes, too. Must have been. Must have been. Mirror Universe, NC planes. <laughs> so... They also, when they're talking, you know, about his PTSD again, and I noticed that he's got a uh, slightly brown drink with obviously some milk in it. You think that's Rack the Gino? No, man, that's straight Jack. That's Jack Dorino, Jack. That's me. <laughs> straight me, man. Just some Jack uh, should, I, should I point out every use of the uh, Rack, Rack the Gino in the show? Yeah, man, because there's, there's no, there's no Rack the Gino without Jack Dorino. <laughs> oh, that's what the white stuff in your Rack the Gino is. That's oh God! <laughs> <laughs> that's not cream, so baby. Every that's not cream, baby. Every Ractigino is partially Ractigino yeah. because this it's got is. Klingon cream in yeah, it. It's it's a little bit of Jack Dorino, a little bit of Ractigino. <laughs> That'll keep you up today. They got a lot of caffeine well, in sure, it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they have caffeine maybe. instead of testosterone. That's why they're always all jacked up. <laughs> When they, when they have their coffee in the morning, they're like, they're saying they're jacked up. It's a totally different thing than you think it is. 
maybe half of it is caffeine and the other one emits um regular little tiny little tiny emperor joe joe's dressed up like spermatozoa yeah or or little tiny garons i don't know at the very end the pa or whatever you want to call it calls her to engineering and if she's going to engineering why did she end up in what did you call it four operations this is a wonderful question i don't know why they told her to go to engineering and then she ends up in spore drive operations because they're clearly at least across the hall from each other go why they should have they should turn around and been like what are you doing here i heard them call you to engineering you shouldn't be here stop (laughs) using tilly's breath on a napkin to get in here nobody asked you to come in here go fuck out of here give me that napkin too give me give me uh, uh, give me that napkin on your way out give me that next minute Catherine, can we move her? Because she keeps trying, she keeps breaking in here with her roommate's breath. This is bullshit. I don't want her in here anymore. As a matter of fact, take all napkins away from her. You know what? Take all clothing away from her. Because if she has fabric around here, she's gonna get someone's breath on some shit. She's gonna put it on the damn on the damn sensor. She's gonna break in here. No, she's gotta Jack be held, she's gotta be Michael held t- naked like, in the naked. middle of like a magneto fucking prison keep her from breathing on shit. Stop breathing on everything. Ugh. Today's rant was sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, the therapy people. Oh, righty. Also, oh, okay. if we have any more, uh, today's, today's, today's conversation was sponsored by BetterHelp because we are fixated on the PTSD. Shall we talk about the PTSD symptoms? No, no, we're done with that now. Well, sort of, because they're talking about it again. I just got ready. Um, <laughs> so, did you notice the uh, Constitution class USS Defiant the uh, its registry number that we've been uh, trying to f- remember is what is it? Please, seventeen sixty-four. Sixty-four. But not Got only it. that, but this USS Defiant. Stay out of the palace. That's fine. Sorry. It, it was not the smooth Constitution class that they were used to, like the seventeen oh one from TOS. So it also had notches taken out of the saucer hall. Uh, uh-huh. And double or triple navigational deflectors. Okay. Um, and it had what I call warts on the engineering hall. And then the uh, warp nacelle pylons had little mini nacelles on them. So it is not, however, the same design as the Enterprise that we see in a later season. Oh, wait, no, in this current season. Is it not the same design as the Constitution class that we see appear no. at the end of the season? Or isn't that interesting? No, it's not. Yeah. Good planning discovery, folk. Way to go on that one. So you could have you could have presented yeah. us an idea in the beginning. Oh, they probably did. They probably presented it. And people were like, that better not be what the Enterprise looks like at the end. And they were like, oh, okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. <laughs> well, on the other hand, I mean, it has been in this timeline for quite a bit of lo- longer. So what do you think? They upgraded it? Maybe they needed to make some repairs and up- upgrades. I don't think they touched it. You know, I mean, they've had it since the Enterprise era, so they could have upgraded. What, what do you think they're using it? Yeah, they're using it. Oh, Hell yeah. Okay. Well, that's um, cool. I mean, maybe they upgraded and added some extra photon torpedoes. Maybe some. Maybe they needed a place to put the um, the agony booths. Oh yeah, sure. <sighs> Did we really need a moment of it's gonna be okay? I'll be right here. I don't Just know. before the death scene, was that? Was well, that, are we supposed to like lose all sense of like reliability in anything? <laughs> well, I mean, he he got the chance to tell him the enemy is right here. Yeah, 
that's that's the creepiest effing thing anybody could say to you in that state because i would then i would like i would crawl up the wall backwards and perch myself in the corner <laughs> of the ceiling because okay. i what do you mean what do you mean what do you mean is right right here well what, what hold on hold on don't yeah. you wait over your eyes and go for it. just get wake the fuck up i would slap the shit out of him <laughs> i mean like you'd wake up and tell me what the fuck you meant by that just now yeah, wake him up oh, in my. the 60s manner if I could say some bullshit like that and then go to sleep, girl. What you doing? How dare you? So I like the the mirror scene where yeah. where Tilly's looking in her holographic mirror. The weird thing is, is this is an actual reflection and not an actual representation of what she actually looks like. Yeah, it's the inversion that's, of what she looks like, right? Yeah. So that's how a mirror works. But the good thing about taking a photograph of yourself instead of looking at a mirror is you can actually see what you actually look like. You know, your your T-shirt actually reads the words it just says or whatever, you know. So why wouldn't, if you had a hologram to look at instead of a mirror, why wouldn't you use an actual hologram instead of a reflected hologram? You'll you'll have to ask Sylvanaciously to lay, to lay for this uh, because she is the one who chose that setting. I'm sure that's a setting well, you could change. Right, you could probably change the setting. Yeah, it's, it's all her. I was also wondering if the actress has a... Uh, uh, a twin because they totally used her for that scene. It was pretty good, right? Like they did it so well that yeah. it looked like they did use a twin. But I don't, I don't yeah. believe they used a twin. The other, I mean, it was kind of cool too when you see her talking and telling the computer to turn off the hologram, and the hologram, the the one that's talking is the one that turns off. Danby Connors pops back up the fuck out of nowhere and I was like yes we're bringing back Danby Connors this show is really good about bringing back people that we missed like what's her name popped up uh Rekha Sharma whose name I can never Commander Landry is her name and she she comes back up I love it and Mm -hmm. uh and Danby Connors popping back up after he got sucked uh, excuse me blown out into space or is it sucked out I don't know I never remember which one it is I was all I can think of is that blooper where, where <laughs> Brent Spiner and uh, Flippy Dip Man, the director for this episode, Jonathan Frakes, as Commander William Riker, um, has a uh, has a little difficulty. They have a little difficulty figuring out whether it's sucked or blown, and then they start cracking up because you know suck and blow are funny. I guess. Uh, the last time we saw Danby Connors, it was like, "This isn't sick bay. How did I get here?" She's like, "I don't know, man, yeah. but go go fracking find sick bay. You're like all jacked well, up." And, and- kind of foreshadowing the emperor oh what now it's foreshadowing uh captain georgeo coming back as oh the okay so you're saying that like they're letting us know you're about to see some dead people some people that you that were yeah. dead i gotcha so like yeah that's a that's a good point it never occurred to me that it was going to be who it was when we got the big reveal of the emperor i was yeah utterly shocked <laughs> Although I was, I was hoping. I think I was. I think it's because I was hoping for somebody more recognizable, like somebody that we knew a little better. I don't know. I don't know how or what who I was expecting, but yeah, like maybe Sarek. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. Why would Sarek be the emperor? I don't know, man. Why would Spock change the empire? Vulcans can't aren't aren't really a part of the empire in this. They're they're the ones that are rebelling against the empire. Yeah. Along with the other races of the Alpha Quadrant. Yeah, this is true. What do you think of Lorca's outfit? Do you think that's the outfit he left his universe in? Yeah, man. He totally just changed back into what he was wearing before. Yeah. Not this only that, but uh, I also kind of noticed how it almost looks exactly like Booker's costume. 
when we first see him. Yeah, this is the standard Farscape um, Uncharted Territories. <laughs> you, if you go to the Uncharted Territory section of Target, this is what you end up with. This is your choices. It's all leather. <laughs> um, they're, they, right, it's right next to the baby powder. It's where they keep the, uh, the Farscape Uncharted Territories equipment. They also, so it used to be called the Lex um, Outfitters. There was actually a whole outlet mall called Lex Outfitters. And um, when Lex Outfitters closed down, they were eaten up by Target. So now in Target's Lex Outfitters slash Uncharted Territory section, you can find your Mirror Universe gear. So you're talking about Lex, the old uh, sci-fi show? Yeah, man, the whole, like, the, the HBO sex sci-fi show. That I think it was supposed to be, like, a lot more sexual than it seems these days. Like, the more, the uh -huh. more time goes on, the less I've... vulgar, vulgar things seem. It's like, oh, that's not vulgar. <laughs> this is vulgar. <laughs> Sure. Oh, what little we knew. I, I, it's funny because I own season one and season two, and I, I've never watched it. Yeah, is it is it is it in the plastic still? Yeah. 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 This man, this man Sorry. has a lot. Of, this man, this 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 dude Earl Grey over here, man. Raid his house. He has all kinds of all kinds of fracking things in plastic, still in boxes and ports <laughs> and stuff, man. <laughs> like um, there's a treasure I, trove of amazing things, and I hope that. He keeps it very clean because oh, I don't, there's a number uh, on the floor. They there's another number on the first transporter pad. It has a zero one next to it. Yeah, man. We, so we that's the not. Transporter pads. Yeah. It's not set direction. It is as in universe. Yeah, they can tell you which which. I just saw that. Yeah, I'll tell you which transporter pad to go stand on. Although no one ever <laughs> talks about which one to go stand on. Although uh, you, I can think I can safely assume that everyone knows which ones are ordered number one to six, and like usually you go to one. And you just fill them up in order. Oh wait, fuck! And they immediately move to disprove me by standing on non-consecutive pads. But okay, it's cool. Where was I? I don't know, man. Were you in the back of the bridge oh. in the Christmas light alcove? <laughs> God, trippy dipping on uh, the Christmas lights. Yeah, in in, in 2021, 2021, oh, which God. is the year. The spinning thing in the year of our lord 2021 there will be an episode because of just the timing of junk there's going to be an episode released both on christmas uh eve and there's going to be an episode released on new year's eve so i'm wondering right. if on christmas eve maybe we're going to learn what the purpose of the christmas light alcove is maybe that's oh okay that's when they'll tell us yeah this is for the christmas lights dumbass <laughs> and they'll start flashing them in different colors and they'll be like yeah we just got a guy who stands back there and mans the christmas lights until Christmas comes around. And what if we get to a world and it's Christmas already, even though maybe Buddhism don't separate and celebrate on the same day. So we gotta make sure we're ready to fracking celebrate Christmas, man. Gunji Jackdaw. Mm, so for okay. those who are those who are uninformed, the Gunji Jackdaw is the um, is the version of an emu that apparently comes from the uh, the beta or uh, gamma quadrants uh, that Odo mm -hmm. saw walking across the uh, promenade in the early days of Deep Space Nine. He called it a Gunji Jackdaw. Oh, okay. And I was like, homie, that's an emu. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay, Gunji Jackdaw, whatever. Sure. I, I, I vaguely remember that. Gunji Jackdaw. Benson? Oh, I mean, Quark? <laughs> oh, God. Renero version 1. So we're only 10 episodes in for ourselves as well. And uh, I think we should remind our our audience really quick if we have a separate soundbite here. We are um, 11 episodes in. We are on episode 11 because remember, we had a zero zero episode. 
do the fans know about that yet? We had the we have an Ashcan version. <laughs> yeah, but it was released <laughs> okay. first. I hope. Oh, okay. We'll see. <laughs> so I, just as a reminder. Yeah, man. I am Earl Grey. Earl Grey reminds you that he's him and Jack Dorino. That's me, baby Jack. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, because you've name dropped us a couple times, and I realize we forgot to introduce ourselves. Now that we are a million uh, minutes into the episode, we're going to introduce ourselves. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Glad you could make it. Glad you're not Danby Connors. So of course they uh, they they killed the black gay guy and not the white dude, one. Dude, dude, dude. And of dude, course, dude. gay couples can never be happy and and happily married Let for me, very long. Don't so. I know? Let me tell you. Let's talk about who they've killed in this show so far, right? So first they killed a woman of color, right? George O. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, Chris Obi, of course, was not really killed. Killed the black guy, right? And then they uh-huh. killed uh, Landry, another woman of color. Um, Okay, well, I, you know what? I got to give you. I think the first person to die may have been on the show, may have been Danby Connors. I think he was the first guy to die because he got like blo- sucked, blown, sucked, blown, sucked. I don't know. He got propelled at a rapid rate <laughs> of velocity out of the yeah. out of the ship and into space. So that was Danby Connors. Yeah. And there's this like perfectly framed, like amazingly symmetrical vista of the bridge. And uh, this this Captain Burnham sitting on the bridge, and yeah. then the entire bridge, as she's sitting, the entire bridge crew around her is like, "Long live Captain Burnham! Long live the Empire!" And then she sits down and she's like, "Long live the Empire!" And then the ships slowly turn to like head in the same direction and warp off. Man, somebody made Star Trek cool as shit. Like it's just a cool like <laughs> 15 seconds of stuff that happens. Uh, okay. After the moment of devastation that Captain Burnham has when she realized that she has killed Danby Connor, who she could have dropped back to the regular yeah. universe with her. They do the, the wait, they do the ramp up slow clap, right? The slow eighties clap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta love gotta love an eighties clap, man. They're like, woo, woohoo, and maybe wanna like woohoo towards the end of it. Just like good job killing a useless little guy that just wanted to drive the damn ship. Mm-hmm. Kayla would have killed him eventually anyway. So, so what do you think of the transporter fade? I'm sorry, the transporter thing. Yeah, the fade. No, Where I they don't. they 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 don't even bother to cut or change or move the camera. They just fade out, fade it in, or just oh. as they're fading out, they're fading in at the same time. So, on so the- as I long live the empire. So as I said. Golly, and then they do the backup out of the front of the bridge, and you see the like bridge glass, and then the then she's on the Shinjo, and then you see the thing. Oh, the ships turn together, and it becomes a discovery. And it's just, man, it's a good ass little scene right there. Can't get over it. I would just sit and watch that on repeat for the rest of my life, and be like, yeah, I love Star Trek. And I just watch that, and people would be like, well, what about this character? This character? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. This is the only Star Trek that exists. Star Trek I've been watching for all this time. I've been watching this one scene for 15 years on repeat because it's just some perfect moments of Star Trek. I do, I do though. I do like the transport fades when we transport down somewhere and the environment transports around us. I like when we're shown in the environment that we imagine we're in, as opposed to the environment that we're in. Mm-hmm. Also, like there's yep. a moment where there's a moment much later. I don't know if it's much later. Yeah, it's much later. Where uh, you know, I guess it's next season. So maybe I shouldn't talk about it. But listen, I'm going to talk about it because this is what I'm going to do. Um, 
so Tyler is in another place and Burnham is on the Discovery and they are speaking to each other and those places are like her place is on the left of the screen and his place is on the right of the screen and in the middle is right, like yeah. just like a merge place where like they could be in the same room if if yeah. if, if if you know if the set designers <laughs> wanted to put those sets a little closer like I would like to know if did they move all that stuff so he actually was in the <laughs> Yeah, I or, like that scene. Did they actually yep. do some crossfading? Don't you ask about your eardrums? Pull out your bingo card if you got Beastie Boys. Oh. You're a winner. <laughs> winner of what? Uh, the Star Trek Beastie Boys prize. Whenever you can fit Beastie Boys into Star Trek, you're a winner. <laughs> <laughs> it's the very end here where um, uh, Michael and Tyler are get finally getting together the first thing i was wondering thinking that would be cool is if this tyler was actually the mirror tyler that broke in and oh was like, that would be dope and like he's a spy on top of spies on top of spies you got spies <laughs> on spies on spies sure it got a little heavy a little fast not all the way but i was kind of wondering it would would, it, would michael and tyler baby be like half klingon or i don't know you know i I'm gonna just gonna go ahead and assume. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what he is inside. What, like, oh, I don't know okay. what parts work and what parts don't. Like, does he pee out of two penises, or I, I don't know what's going on. Like, because you think well, he'd notice having two, two, two penis, penis eye, penis. Forgive me for being fixated. I may, I might mention the the Klingon penis like every episode, and I, I'm gonna preemptively apologize for doing so. I might be slightly fascinated. They have two peni, like sharks. Sharks have two peanut size. Uh, I'm told that's that's all. All I know is that the internet. You mean you've never made it with a shark? No, I've never made it with a shark, <laughs> and I've never looked for myself either. So, okay, I'm not into that kind of thing. Shark, shark bait. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they call they call me shark bait. Whenever I come around, the sharks are always swimming towards me. They're like, mm, I can smell that. Bring that over here. <laughs> so, yeah, no. So, but, um, but either um, that or maybe he'd be one quarter Vulcan, one half human, and one quarter Klingon. I don't think there's any Vulcan in there. There's clearly no Vulcan in there. No, yeah. I gotta tell you. So, there's a thing that happened, and I swear this happened, and I'm gonna, I'm just gonna tell you about it this one time. And I'm trying to address it again. There is a, there was a time. Hold on, let me, let me recover from having smacked my microphone. There was a time <laughs> when I swear there was a commercial before Discovery came out, and it said, you'll never be able, he said, Sarek was saying to uh, Nico Martin uh, Burnham, mm-hmm. Sarek was saying to Burnham, you'll never learn to speak Vulcan, your tongue is much too human. Uh, okay. But then when we got to the episode, which was probably episode one, he said something like, it's your human heart something blah 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 um so i just want to i just want to know if anybody else experienced that mandela effect or whether it was just me so so well, I, validate I, my my universal flop i appreciate it i avoided trailers and spoilers and stuff so man i, I wanted want to, to see anything i wanted to but man i i got a little voracious like once, oh, once really? i got once like once i saw that little klingon picture the picture of all the like klingon stuff hanging out well Plus, I resigned myself to having to wait for DVD anyway, because at that time, I didn't have my my friend from uh, your area, David, hooking me up with Paramount Plus. Paramount so, Plus is well CBS All Access at the time. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, there definitely was CBS All Access in a previous uh, world. Yeah. So, unbeknownst to all of you, we've actually switched universe ourselves <laughs> because in some universes uh, it's available on Netflix, in some universes it's available on CBS All Access, and in some networks it's available on this thing called Paramount Plus. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. <laughs> yeah. But you should totally get it, by the way. It's, uh, yeah. Know, it's, I don't know how much it is, but it's like 12 bucks for no commercials, man. Totally worth it. Yep. Totally worth it. Worth it. Worth it. Worth it. Worth it. <laughs> Michael in this scene I paused on is totally rocking a uh, Michael Jackson outfit. Yeah. Boom, 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 doo, 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 doo. She's bad. She's bad. Really, really bad. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that. Um, the glove is the dead giveaway. The sparkly glove that she's wearing. She, she like. Well, it's the whole the, leg holster thing. Yeah, and, yeah, and she does the whole like gold. the whole like the whole like pelvic thrust and then like the crotch grab when she grabs her balls I'm like yeah she's totally biting on Michael Jackson I thought she was being like all original until the time she grabbed her nutsack and then stuck her finger in the air she's like yup yup I was moves. just talking about the outfit dude oh my bad I didn't mean to go too deep on that it's the red jacket for me and the yellow contacts with the um, with the fangs oh okay that's, that's the Michael Burnham I know so they must have these little uh, hollow fans. Have you seen those new uh, fans that are like just a ring? They have them all over in her quarters here. Oh yeah, yeah, they got Dysons. Yeah, yeah, yeah Dysons. Yeah, yeah, they got Dysons. Yeah, yeah they, they they're big on Dysons in the mirror universe. And they they also went with uh, they also direct current for their electricity. Oh, how can you tell? I'm just saying these are these are mirror universe differences. Oh okay. Because oh, they were they were right. totally because like, yeah because Tesla didn't win that Tesla didn't win that argument, and uh, and. Uh, the other guy. I want to call him Einstein, but that's not him. Westinghouse yeah. and Tesla did not win. And uh, they on America, in the United States, they don't have a grid. There's Edison. no power grid. Thank you, sir. That's Edison. That's the guy. TJ Edison. Thomas Edison. Thomas Jefferson Edison. That's um, a mirror universe guy. Thomas Jefferson Edison. Maybe in the mirror universe, they actually have free energy because maybe Tesla was able to build his uh, magic electricity through the air for free kind of thing. Uh, we have that. We have wireless charging, homie. Wireless charging, yeah. Uh, uh, once wireless again, electricity. Once again, we are the mirror universe, unfortunately, is what I've begun to realize. I don't know. We're not quite as imperial as that. I mean... Well, it's because this election went differently, Holmes. <laughs> yeah, we, and we actually changed... We're slightly branched off of the mirror universe because we were headed there. Yeah, we were. No, we but, were certainly headed there. <laughs> but it... But the people spoke in November. Yeah. In November, and they told us, "No, we don't want the mirror universe yeah. anymore." The mirror universe people rose up and spoke on January sixth, two thousand twenty-one, when they invaded the Capitol building and attempted an overthrow of the United States government. But they didn't win that either. They didn't win yeah. that either. And we so are not we're, in the we're, mirror universe. Long live the empire! No, what? No, there's no empire, right? Yeah. Long live democracy! <laughs> yes. Long live Joseph Long Robinette! You know, your president, Joseph Robinette Biden. Oh, okay. <laughs> I never, I never, I never shunned an opportunity to, uh, to use a man's middle name. That's why his mother gave oh, it to okay. him. okay. Uh-huh. Okay. See, they're getting ready to make them a, uh, half Klingon baby. I mean, certainly they didn't castrate him. 
they might have removed one of his penises, but the other penis still works. And they yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess they could have just kept the regular, the regular human penis on, because it would be a lot of difficulty to like pull the human penis out of its skin and then like skin the Klingon penis and put the Klingon penis mm-hmm. inside the human penis. That was a lot to do. <laughs> they just probably just kept let him keep his own penis, John. Yeah. So this is a nice image to end the episode on. Yes. With uh, a drippy, un- a drippy skinned. Oh, I thought we were talking about the Klingon penis. I'm sorry. Go ahead, please. That's where, that's where we're ending the episode. Please, let's let's end the. Oh, we're talking about uh, Lorca in the agony booth. He's probably, yeah, he's probably. If you know what the agony booth does is it delivers visions of a skinned Klingon penis into your brain, and that is the image upon which Lorca. <laughs> Way to loop it back to your favorite conversation. <laughs> Oh my! So, um, so oh here we are. My. Here we are. Yeah, here we are at the end of the episode. Okay. I gotta tell you, I am I am psyched for next episode. Psyched. Psyched. Okay. Psyched. Uh-huh. Psyched is how we say it around here, around these parts. And okay. uh, the reason why is because I'm looking forward to meeting Firewolf. I want to know how they modulate everyone's uh, voice. They, they, I think they do a modulation on all the Klingons' voices. Um, okay. Because the four wolf sounds like it sounds like wolf wolf wolf. They just sound like there's some sort of weird I don't know. Like he's talking is. with marbles in his mouth. Yeah, like like he's got not even his mouth, like in his throat. It's like down, like in his in his area. You know, I don't know if that has a name, but I'm gonna call it the area from here on out. We, I, I'm just now I've just been grown attached to going. You're calling it the purring air. The, uh, the per box. It's your pretty uh-huh. little box. Okay. Whoa, that's something totally different. Excuse me. Whoa, I see her box? I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. What, what, what about I her know. box? I, just, I don't know, man. I just got silly. Apparently, it's time for this episode to end. Thank you for joining us for Star Trek Discovery <laughs> Season 1, it's Episode 10. Midnight. Despite yourself, I know. And uh, next time, we're going to be doing uh, Star Trek Discovery Season 1, Episode 11 The Wolf Inside. The Firewolf inside. Ooh, inside what? The Firewolf inside Burnham. Clearly, that's where we left off last episode, right? So we're gonna pick up. We're gonna pick up with the Firewolf inside Burnham. The Wolf inside. The Firewolf. The Wolf inside. Uh, the Wolf inside Tyler, of course. The Wolf inside the okay. Mirror Universe. The Wolf inside the Empire. But you know what? You came dressed as a wolf. You knew it was a wolf. But you let it inside anyway, because it said it was gonna huff and puff, and you didn't want your grandma to be mad that bricks were falling down. That's unfortunate. <laughs> Alright, guys, I'm sure. silly as crap, so see you next time for the wolf inside. <laughs> yes, alright, take care, everybody. Support the continued making of this show through Patreon.com. Ciao. Let's talk about Trex is a production of Anodyne Relay supported by the Star Trek fan community of listeners like you. We review the copyrighted works of Paramount CBS's Star Trek team, of whom no copyright infringement is intended. You can reach us via email at email at letstalkabouttrex.com. You can leave us a message at area code 202-804-6312. Our producer is David Moody, and our writers, Jack and Earl, are on Twitter as at Trekstalkers, and would greatly appreciate the obligatory like and subscribe from wherever you're listening now. We record on Lenovo computers with Zoom, mix with NCH Mixpad, and master with Kakos Reaper. Our intro, outro, and interstitial musics feature samples from Awakening by Waterboy from Pixabay.